wish list. My wish list. You know what? I wish I had that kind of power. Aaron Rodgers telling uh, the Jets apparently he's got a wish list of free agents. He would like Alan Lazard, who apparently is close to signing a contract with the New York Jets. He also, who are they going to talk to next, is going to Randall Cobb. It looks like the Jets are talking to Randall Cobb. So Randall Cobb's on that list. Mercedes Lewis, you knew Big Dog was heading over to York? Come on. Big Dog and a Big Apple. And then Odell Beckham Jr. So it looks like Alan Lazard is close to signing with the Jets. Cobb, apparently, at least reported by Adam Schefter, is next on their list. Uh, Then the next two dominoes to fall would be Mercedes Lewis and Odell Beckham Jr. Rodgers is headed to New York. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> it's just, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Jeffrey says, do you think that maybe the Jets leaked the info of Lazard, Cobb, and hearing Lewis also, but that maybe Rodgers isn't coming and the Jets can say that to save face to the Jets fans? Hell, we tried all we could, and he still didn't come. Um, no, you're not going to talk. You're not going to waste your time. And you're not going to put, you know, other guys, other wide receivers and such in that locker room on notice just to appease a bad deal, so to speak. Can't imagine that. Can't imagine it. No, he's the, – the Trey Wingo report yesterday is 100% true. I mean, this is all just the confirmation thereof. For everybody that wanted to rip Trey Wingo, well, I didn't hear it from Adam Schefter. It's not official. It didn't come out of Rogers' mouth. No. No, it's it's happening. It's just taking its time. Compensation's being figured out. Money's being figured out. How much money because of all the guys that he wants to play with it has to be figured out, but it's happening. Um, Dennis wants to know, is there a chance that Rogers is a Jet for one year and then a Viking? No. I would, I would be, I'll tell you this. I don't say this very much, and you know this, Dennis, if you listen, because I know you listen every day. I would be shocked if he ended up in Minnesota. I really would. Not in, not in the sense that uh, I think that they would try to woo him. I think he's, I think he's a Jet. I think that everything that's gone on there is, yeah, he's a Jet, and he's going to be there, and that'll be where he ends his career. And then he'll sign a one-day contract, come back, be revered as one of the greatest Packers quarterbacks of all time, and then he'll ride off into the sunset. Or whatever he does, or dig a hole, or go into the darkness, or whatever. Or maybe he'll take a mushroom, have his own press conference before 10,000 people that really aren't there. Who knows? You know? Uh, 877-867-1670. Um... Yeah, this is getting kind of nuts, isn't it? <laughs> it just is. Uh, Damian Woody, uh, and I mentioned this earlier, he tweeted out, not one person on that list is better than what the Jets already have on their roster. Uh, this is from Scott who wants to know, what about Tom Clements? Is he left holding the bag? Uh, no, the Packers are keeping him around. You know? Gotta, gotta, gotta keep him around. He's, you don't want to, you don't want to put 
Jordan Love in a bad way because Rodgers moved on and because all of this is happening. You know? So, how many – the Packers are going to have 47 picks next year. <laughs> Just in compensatory picks. <laughs> Just – Oh, my God. Do we need to do another show? Uh, the one thing people got on me for last night, last night was not a radio show. Last night was strictly via podcast and Internet, so language was not an issue. So we kind of let it loose last night. And some people loved it. Some people were like, oh, my God, he dropped an F-bomb. And I did. But I was okay. Nothing Maybe gets people going like like prominent figures, like coaches, yeah. radio hosts, things of that nature, cursing. Yeah. yeah know. You know that whole Kirby Smart video, his pregame speech that went viral? Yeah. It, everyone well, lost uh, their mind. It's like, well, that's that's, I just, know. that's how it goes. That's how coaches sound. That's Oh, God, that's what it is. Oh, my God. When I was in eighth grade, my co I loved my coach. Ray, uh, Roy, uh, God, I love my coach. Wayne Combs, man. Wayne Combs. Wayne would come out. Wayne had Wayne was a baseball coach's baseball coach. He had the big wad of chew, little short guy, played second base growing up as a kid, got into the minor league system and then, you know, kind of flamed out, but just loved the game of baseball, loved teaching the game of baseball. And he had this collective all-star team uh, of eighth graders, freshmen and, and sophomore. And I started when I was in eighth grade playing for them. And he kind of had this waddle to him. He's a short guy. He'd waddle out. And he'd go, God, man, Michaels. And he just, you know, it would be just an F-bomb and then a son of a, and then you got to do this and got to do that. And I was one of the guys that could kind of take it. You know, he knew he can get to my ass as opposed to other guys because I could just, I was like, okay, whatever, you know. And then, you know, go out and destroy the ball or, you know, whatever. Just, it, it was, but he was that, he was just so cool. There's some coaches in your life, if you've ever played sports, that when you, you, you you just think back on your days of what molded you as a human being. That was one of my coaches. Jim Leon in basketball, Wayne Combs when it came to baseball. Just those two guys the you know, got the most out of me through my entire playing career. Those two guys when I was young got it out of me. So anyway, love that. But yeah, language, yeah. People would lose their mind if you they, think about the Ben when you like had coaches growing up. You have a coach that swore? Yep. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I think we all did. And the coaches would nowadays the coaches can't swear because the parents will want to sue them. Back in the day, is that true? Coaches would come out. Oh God, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Back in the day, my God, you know, coaches. Now I did have a guy. His name was Ron Brickner. He was a hell of a coach, really big guy. Um, and him and my dad got along because they were both really loud. He had a loud, booming, piercing voice, and when he would scream. And uh, Mr. Brickner was a really good coach, but I was young and I, he had taken me, I was in, I think I was like in fourth or fifth grade and he he had taken me to the eighth grade team. Cause I was, I was playing. I could play, I could play with him. I don't want to brag, but I could, but he brought me up and he would just get on me and treat me like an eighth grader, like the older kids. And I wasn't, you know, I don't think I was mentally prepared to handle that. He got the most out of me. Don't get me wrong, but that was not a great experience, but as I and he, but he never swore. But when I got older, man, it was yeah, and I loved it. And it was it was it was pretty uh, pretty fun playing with the older guys and being that guy, man. So anyway, I don't know why I got down that that rabbit hole, but I did. 
Uh, so anyway, if you're just tuning in, Aaron Rodgers uh, gave apparently a wish list to the New York Jets, and they are following up on it. They are close to signing Alan Lazard to a contract, as reported by Adam Schefter. Uh, they are negotiating with him as we speak. Uh, next on the list is Randall Cobb. Uh, Mercedes Lewis is on the list, and so is Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. So there you go. Uh, oh, by the way, yeah, I remember the day when you used to be able to smoke in a dugout. <laughs> you know what's really weird? Now you smell cigarette smoke, and it's like, oh, my God. Back in the day, nobody even thought twice about it. Now, if you smell it, you're like, oh, it's just, it's potent. It's pungent. You know, like a cigar I can handle. There's something about the the potency of a cigarette, of cigarette smoke. Like when people come in from the outside from smoking, you know, there's something pungent about it. I don't know what it is, but it is. Yeah. Who cares? Um, what else do we have? Uh, Matthew said, I thought the live stream last night was awesome. Uh, people clutching their uh, pearls over the language need to go pound sand. Uh, Packers MZ says have 27 draft picks coming, maybe 11 next year. It's great. Uh, his chess coach swear <laughs> did Ben did the chess coach swear at you? Relax. <laughs> no, no chess land. Uh, okay, no chess land. Won't have any. Uh, there you go. That ain't happening. But yeah, I had I had coaches, you know, growing up, especially in high school. Oh my God, I had one that you know. <laughs> Everybody, just your adjective was effing and then your name. It was, that was, that was your name. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, Let's go uh, back to the phone calls. Joe listening to us right here in Madison, Wisconsin. Joe, how you doing, man? What's going on? Well, first of all, unit, I just want to say thank you to you for, I, I can't think of a better person to help navigate these waters, uh, which is just now, <laughs> become just ridiculous and i don't care (laughs) (laughs) and i tell you what i mean now with a wish list like this can this guy become any bigger of a tool and i tell you what that's coming from a lifelong packer fan i have very much enjoyed uh aaron Rodgers and what he's done for the packers he has worn us out the last few years and i'm so tired of this this guy who's just devoid of any humility whatsoever and you know earlier you talked about you said if uh, he goes on to the the jets and they go to win a super bowl the people are gonna uh look back at the packers and say you know they should have would have no way the packers have done absolutely everything for this guy he has failed them the last few years and this is all about him. And he's the same guy who says, you know, the grass isn't greener. Or the grass is greener where you water it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Who's, who's yeah. supposed to be watering it? Is it the Packers supposed to be doing all the watering? What about him? I don't think this thing, this, this thing in New York's not going to go well. He's going to be the same kind of guy out there. And, uh, you know, I tell you what, if, if I were the Packers, uh, I'd throw a little hair on the stake right now. And... Let's, uh, you know, let's make this thing a little difficult. Let's get something out of this. I don't agree with a second-round pick. And, you know, let this thing drag on. He looks like the fool in this whole thing, not the Packers. I, uh, you know what? Yeah, no, here's the thing. When you appreciate the phone call, man. Uh, Navigating the waters, by the way, I feel like the captain of the SS Minnow, only I'm drunk. 
and I could hit the rocks at any point in time. So just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll maul that over for a minute. But when you talk about what – it's a two-way street. The Jets are over a barrel going all in and doing everything they can to try to get this guy, right? On the other hand, the Packers apparently don't want him because he's not all in. And he's got other things he wants to do and demands that he wants. And they're probably like, look, we gave you Mercedes. We gave you Randall Cobb. We kept Lazard. We paid Bakari. We did everything you wanted us to do. And you, this goes back to, I believe, maybe what Bob McGinn was talking about when they say they're disgusted, where you didn't even go all in. Your your thought was let Cobby coach him up. Here's sixty million dollars. Here's all the guys you want. Let Cobby coach him up. I'll come in when uh, they're not at my level. I'm level. I'm level two hundred. They're at one hundred. When I get there, then they should be schooled up in the fine art of receiving catches from me, working with me. And what happened is, is you know, you had. You know, obviously some injuries that happened and you couldn't get on the same page and things kind of didn't go as planned. And so it's understandable, you know, but the Packers probably looked at it and went, eh, not, not, not happening. I'd say Aaron so, Rodgers, Warren Moon, right as far as pretty balls. Uh, there you go. Pretty balls will not get you uh, deep, though, into the postseason, just an FYI. But my point being is, in, in all seriousness, um, I agree. I look. I think that um, it is. It's difficult to. I, again, I would love somebody to write this story and be behind the scenes and say, "Here, I'll tell you everything," because it's just so freaking bizarre. But on one hand, you can say good riddance. On the other hand, it is certainly going to be a team that we're going to watch. And when you say, "Where's the?" You know, the grass is always greener, isn't? The Jets green, a darker green than the Packers green. So it would be greener where you watered it. If indeed you're watering it in New York. Just throwing it out there. Just for the, maybe he was giving us a little bit of foreshadowing. They don't play on grass though. They play no, on they don't. Crap turf. They play on the bad turf. They play on that turf. In uh, in MetLife Stadium, so who knows? Who knows? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Who knows where their uh, where that turf is going to be, and if it's going to be greener in Aaron Rodgers' eyes? It'll be greener because all those guys are going to be there. Apparently, Alan Lazard's on his way. Cobb's next up. Mercedes Lewis and OBJ. Now OBJ, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but, you know, wouldn't it be crazy if the Jets just finally got to the point and they went, you know what, to hell with this. My God, Green Bay, you can have them. Then what? Then what, right? Um, This is from Jimmy who says, what if he goes out in the very first game and just locks up on that unforgiving turf, goes down with a knee injury, and doesn't play for the Jets ever again? Oh, 
Oh, I, okay. Let's not go there because I don't ever wish injury upon anybody, to be quite honest with you. So I don't want to go there. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. 877-867-1670. Holy mackerel. Uh, I'm sure Odell Beckham Jr. is now on his way to the Jets, too. He's he's going to become a Jet. He's going to do anything and everything he can. Hey, our friends at Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, you know, if we all want to get together and maybe we want to go catch a Jets game at some point, um, who knows? Maybe we uh, jump in, a Q- in the Cunis RV in a big unit cruiser and we head off to New York. We go to the Big Apple in style that way. Or maybe we just get a caravan of people in RVs to follow us and we find some campground right there at Times Square. We could do that. Uh, Wisconsin's fastest-growing RV dealer, it's Cunis. K-U-N-E-S. Go to CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com, the home of the Big Unit Cruiser. And uh, they also do a lot with us in regards to our uh, motorcycle ride for veterans and for Fisher House, Wisconsin, helping veterans, military members, and their family. So I can't say thanks enough to Cunis. They continue to grow throughout the state of Wisconsin. They're great people to work with. And they're the biggest, they're the best, and uh, hands down. Uh, they have just about every brand, every make. I continually get people that say, hey, I've had experience with them. I love the service, whether it's in Green Bay, right there in Sheboygan, down in Elkhorn. I've gotten numerous letters and emails from people. So just, you know, awesome place, Cunis RV. Go to K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Quest now for about three, four weeks maybe. Uh, started dropping some poundage. Uh, down today, uh, back down to 11 after the weekend. Ate a little bit too much over the weekend, but uh, back down 11, and I feel really good. Um, got the, the weight bench in the house. I'm starting to work out a little bit more. Uh, but now that uh, the shoulder is is working, I'm going to go back to benching and start to lift a little bit again and just get back into a bit, a little bit better shape. But I, I couldn't do it without our friends at New Mail, uh, New Mail Medical Center, 414 414- Four five five four four five one. The all one weight loss program. It works. You just go in, you get checked, let them kind of program that whole system for you. It comes right there daily uh, to your phone, and it tells you what you uh, what you need to do, and you just follow it. And it just it's 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 the true deal, man. Uh, stuff just starts to melt off after a while. Four one four four five five four four five one. That's four one four four five five four four five one. That's Newmel Medical Center again. Four one four four five five four four. Five one. All right, we got we got phone calls all over the joint. Let's go to Al first and Nina. Al, welcome to the program, man. What's happening? Hey, Bill. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, a couple things I picked up this morning. I don't think anybody's really talking about this. One year ago today, Aaron Rodgers signed his one year, or excuse me, his three year one fifty deal with the Green Bay Packers. There's an obscure NFL law. Don't think anybody's talking about this. Did hear this on ESPN today. Nobody wants to know why it's taken so long. Well, here's why. You cannot renegotiate a contract till after one year has passed on your contract you just signed. Mm-hmm. So that ends today. Tomorrow yep. the news is going to go down. So all this about the delay and whatnot, and I want Rogers out of here too. I just can't take it anymore. Just want to move on to greener pastures right here in Green Bay uh, at our frozen tundra. But uh, that's what I'm hearing. That's the delay. All this other stuff, the deal's done, the deal's cut, everything's signed, sealed, delivered. 
but it has to wait till the final 365. Otherwise, if the Jets, if the Jets pull that deal or they announce it early, they got to absorb his contract the way it is. It jams their cap up, blows it all out. They got to restructure just to get back to realign it after he gets after he gets in camp there. So they're going to wait till the one year's over. That's today. Tomorrow he'll restructure everything. It'll be in Jets camp tomorrow. Thanks, Bill. He will be uh, he will be a New York Jet. Appreciate the phone call. I I never doubted when Trey Wingo came out with that yesterday. It was a done deal, and I know people said no, but it it's it was a done deal. Uh, I agree with you on that. Uh, we have Ben. Do I need the breaking news sounder for this? No, I don't think so. Our guy okay. Zach Rosenblatt out in New York covers the Jets for the Athletic. So yes, what I'm hearing on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. This is from ten minutes ago. Strong feeling still that he will be a Jet. It is not done yet. Still working through some things. Nothing finalized. And Green Bay still needs official word from Rodgers himself. And then the other point is some Jets players have been frustrated about the process dragging out. Really? Well, there you go. No way. Um, well, Ooh. if you are a uh, an offensive player. By the way, the Giants making a splash. It looks like uh, they're getting a tight end Darren Waller from the Raiders. So the Giants make a big new, big move. They give Daniel Jones a target. Darren Waller now heading to the Giants. How about that? This is uh this is a fast and furious day, man. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. A lot of people want to move. All they need now is a quarterback. Yeah, they just paid Daniel Jones, so yeah. I know. No, it, it, I think I think Daniel Jones is adequate. Uh, okay, let's say this: Would you take it if Jordan Love amounted to Daniel Jones? No. Okay, I think he can be better. Okay, he's more talented than him, for sure. I mean, the Daniel Jones contract is very front loaded, so after a year, it won't cost them too much to move off if they need to. It's not as if they're they're stuck with him forever. Uh, NewJersey.com said, presuming the Jets actually do trade for the future Hall of Fame quarterback Aaron Rodgers, which we believe is a done deal, a bunch of his Packers buddies could end up wind, wind up joining him. Uh, the Jets, sources say the Jets are going to do everything they can to pick up the wide receiver Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, uh, and they've got, in parentheses, who is washed up, <laughs> tight end Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> Who is washed up? Right behind Alan Lazard, they have who is pretty good. Randall Cobb, who is washed up. And then Mercedes Lewis, who they don't have anything behind him. Just. Uh, the Jets already have uh, Uzoma, uh, Conklin at tight end. So it's going to be interesting to see how Lewis would fit in uh, with Rodgers under center. Likely as a blocker for the most part. This presumes, of course, that Rodgers to the Jets trade actually finishes uh, by tomorrow. And uh, our caller had a good point that you that is true. That's about the third or fourth person that said that, that said you cannot renegotiate a contract until one year is up, which would be tomorrow. So, yeah. Just it's a bizarre scenario. This whole thing is just crazy crap, isn't it? That's that's just that's kind of that's kind of funny. Uh, Damian Woody putting out, my issue is Rodgers trying to get the band back together and sacrificing the development of the young talent on offense. Same thing he did in Green Bay, people. Same thing he did in Green Bay. Let's go back to the phone calls. 
Let's get uh, let's get our buddy Tony. Tony in Sussex. How you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Great show as usual. Um, I got a couple opinionated um, comments that I'd like to make if you'll let me. Sure. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the only one, let's say Aaron Rodgers does go to the Jets, the only one of those three that I would really want the Packers to keep is Lazard just for his blocking alone. Okay? Um, also, with Aaron Rodgers going to a new team, is he, is he going to find this newfound trust now for receivers? I mean, I've been to many games where there were backs, receivers wide open in the middle and he'd look them right off and go downfield when he used to go downfield to Devontae Adams as far as I'm concerned he can go there no way ever is he gonna win a Super Bowl or even win an AFC title with the New York Jets and get past Buffalo get past Kansas City get past Cincinnati um, there's too many teams. That AFC is just loaded. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you tell me he's going to find – is he telling everybody all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to start trusting my receivers from working with them? He didn't trust anybody in Green Bay half the time. And to mm-hmm. me, I don't know, to me that's the most – one of the frustrating things of the season. And then when it comes to the playoffs the last few years, he laid an egg. He was no MVP a quarterback in those playoffs, he didn't. He couldn't put them on their back, okay? I mean, I, I, it, to me, I understand why everybody's upset. You know, he took us to a Super Bowl, and we had some good seasons. But I don't care anymore about these 13-3 and three seasons that, that you know, Aaron Rodgers could take us to. I like everybody else, else wants championships, too. So the way I look at it, if we have Jordan Love and we have a couple lean years, I'm one of these guys that believe he's going to be good. He's going to surprise a lot of people. Um, I so hope you are correct. We have a I, I really, I, yeah, no, I appreciate the phone call. I, I hope you're right. Um, I, you know, the, the thought is that maybe he's just going to, run Matt LaFleur's offense, and the offense is great. And, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know, I, you know, it's uh, – Adam says when you're a Hall of Famer and you move to a new team, you take the Hall of Famers with you like Lazard. <laughs> okay. Um, You know, I mean, they've had Mark Sanchez and Sam Darnold and Geno Smith and Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. And, you know, you start looking at that whole list. I mean, you you know, if you're a Jets fan, you got to be, like, salivating over this. But you also have to be scratching your head going, what the hell? You know, what the hell? So I, I understand it. Put it that way. I understand what the angst is right now in New York. But, um. Looks like uh, you know everything that uh, Trey Wingo said yesterday. It's coming true. Uh, Rogers is off to the Jets. Uh, the Raiders had talks for more than a year, centered around Dale and Darren Waller, including nearly sending him to the Packers in the Devonte Adams trade. Now he heads to the Giants as a weapon for Daniel Jones. Ian Rappaport uh, making that statement. He is off, and uh, so we've got. Uh, let's do this. We'll break. We'll come back. We'll uh, kind of you know continue pick up where we left off. So if you're on the if you're on the line, hang on, I'll get to you. I promise. 
Uh, but Aaron Rodgers, breaking news today is Aaron Rodgers, uh, he hasn't said it, but he's on his way to New York. He has asked Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, and OBJ to be a part of his wish list for the uh, Jets to pick up. The Jets uh, apparently are on their way to signing Alan Lazard. The next chip to fall would most likely be Randall Cobb, according to Adam Schefter, saying that uh, the Giants, or excuse me, the Jets are going to negotiate with Randall Cobb, who has announced he wants to come back. Mercedes Lewis probably next on that list. And then uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is also one that is on Aaron Rodgers' list. But uh, the, you know. (laughs) <laughs> the uh the, the the New York Packers are about to be made. There you have it. Uh 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and give us a call. This portion of the program brought to you by our, our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All. I've always said uh great people work for great people and continuing on the the trickle effect and our friends over at Stoley's Hog Alley got a hold of me, then they got a hold of Dwayne. And because Dwayne does great work, I've been telling you for a while, whether it's a boat cover, uh, bimini top, travel cover, whatever it happens to be, or if you have a business, say with, say, the big sails on a deck or canopies over the front end uh, of your of your business. And sure enough, Stoli said, hey, we're going to put the sails on top of our new deck and our renovation. We want the best. So they're going to Dwayne, our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All. And he can do it for you. All you got to do is tell him the dimensions. He can make it up. Even he, he can even install it for you if you need it, need him to. 715-870-2119. 715-870-2119. Just see the work that he does. And once it's up oh, over at Stoley's, I'm going to go out and take some pictures, and I'll show it to you. But uh, I'm telling you, he does great work, even if it's for your home. And you say, hey, the dimensions on my patio are this. Call him up and say, this is what I want, and he can do it. Uh, Wisconsin's best canvas upholstery and boat cover provider, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show continuing on uh, really good company uh, based right here in New Berlin, Wisconsin, a quality manufacturing and machining company. That is uh, our friends at Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L. Go to Pindell.com. That is Pindell.com if you're looking for a career and uh, you want to work for a good company. Um, let's do this. Let's get back to the phone calls because I know we have people on hold that have been holding for uh, quite some time. So let's do this. Let's go to Dave listening to us in Marshfield. Dave, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Good. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate you. Hey, I have a comment and a question, please. The comment I have is I appreciate the way that you and Ben talk about the daily events and things like that without talking over the top of each other or screaming at each other. Somehow a lot of uh, people think that um, entertainment is listening to people scream at each other and talk over the top of each other and argue and all that. It's like sounds like a conversation with my wife on a bad day. <laughs> and the other question, okay. the uh, question I have is, um, I'm hoping you can yeah, set my mind straight a little bit. 
Yeah. I'm a little bit uh, confused as far as when they talk about people trading players to a team, whether it be Rogers, wherever, and they say, yeah, I don't think we can settle for anything less than a first round and a third round draft choice. If right. the team you're trading that person to doesn't have a first round choice, how does that work? I, I guess I don't get that. Well, I mean, it, you know, it, it would, uh, you know, obviously it's whatever that team has, whatever asset they have, or maybe a, a first round draft choice that they've had, uh, you know, a first rounder they've chosen or something like that. You can always pick, but yeah, if they don't have one, they don't have one. They can't trade you that. So maybe they could okay, trade it but... to you. Say, supposedly they want to say they want to give you two uh, first rounders. Well, they only have one this year. Well, they give you the one for next year, the 2025 season or something. I mean, maybe they give it to you then, but uh, that okay, that's how they do that. So part of that may be you're trading for a first rounder that they already have. It could be. Yeah. Oh, it could okay. be a, okay. Now, like the Jets have the 13th overall pick in this year's draft. So you could take that 13th round pick or 13th overall pick plus your 15th pick. You could trade up. You could trade down. You could trade it for more draft choices. You could, you know, stand pat and pick the person you want or two people. I mean, whatever. I, it gives you versatility. Okay. When you've got an extra first round pick, man, you've got uh, some serious draft capital. Okay. Well, that helps. Okay. I- I was a little confused with that. Appreciate it, Bill. Thanks. Yeah. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670. This one is from Kirk, who says, I was one of the guys who said I did not believe Trey Wingo's report unit. I now fully do. I apologize. Well, you know what? That is refreshing. That is refreshing. You don't get many people that come after you, call your names, and then come back and apologize after the fact. I now apologize to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I was wet last night. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Let's do this. Uh, I know we're running up against the clock. Uh, We have got uh, a segment of what you missed coming up. So hang in there. What you missed is coming up. And uh, for those that are just tuning us in before we get into that, just so we're, you know, on the same page today. Uh, taking it from the extension of yesterday when we got off the air, Trey Wingo and reported that it looked like the deal was going to be done between the Packers and the Jets and that Aaron Rodgers was indeed on the move. That apparently is true. Uh, as the wish list has come out, it's been confirmed by numerous sources that Aaron Rodgers has given a wish list of guys he would like to play with uh, when he becomes a New York Jet. Uh, the four guys that are on that list, one is uh, Alan Lazard, who apparently, according to Adam Schefter, is close to signing a deal with the Jets because right now he is negotiating a contract only with the Jets. The second is Randall Cobb. The third is Mercedes Lewis. And the fourth is Odell Beckham Jr. Those are the four guys on Aaron Rodgers' wish list confirmed by ESPN and by Fox Sports. So there you go. That's where we're at today. Uh, tomorrow after the contract turns one year uh, from last year when he signed it, that this at this point in time, Rodgers can then go ahead and be traded and renegotiate that whole thing through the Packers and the Jets and uh, get that whole thing done and then indeed be off to New York. So that's where we stand today, just an FYI. Uh, let's do this. We'll break. We'll come back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Buzzer Billies. They say, hey, look, out in lacrosse, 
uh, which I got a really nice letter from somebody who, uh, from James, I think it was. And if I'm getting it wrong, I apologize, but uh, sent a nice letter saying, had some dinner downstairs, but really enjoyed upstairs at the Starlight Lounge. They're going to do a full-on uh, St. Patrick's Day feast and fish fry and all that kind of stuff coming up on Friday. But Buzzer Billy, some great kind of Cajun-style food and just a, a, a terrific place to go. Sit at the bar, watch a game, have a beer, head upstairs, and uh, check out the Starlight Lounge. And just, uh, like I said, it's it looks like the mid-60s uh, when you walk into the place and, like, at any point in time, out of the back corner, the Rat Pack will show up. It's just that kind of a cool place. When you go in there, you got a cool swag to you. Stop into either place. They're both just awesome. Starlight Lounge is right on top of Buzzer Billy's right upstairs. Stop out there on lacrosse and see it for yourself. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show continuing on wrapping things up today on a, a wild day and if you're just tuning us in apparently Aaron Rodgers on his way to New York would like to bring a few guys with him Alan Lazard who apparently is negotiating with the uh, the Jets now uh, then Randall Cobb Mercedes Lewis and then he would like to see OBJ become a New York Jet as well. So that's where things stand right now in regards to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so that's what's happening. Uh, then you've got, uh, obviously, other things that were going on today, maybe stuff that we missed. And Ben, Kenny, what did we miss today? Did you hear that? Bill, it is a it is a doozy today. Remember yesterday okay. we got the Trey Wingo tweet as we entered this part of the show. Right. So there's some football stuff that I'll get to in a second. But so the Valspar Championship and Live Golf Tucson are this weekend. Okay. I'm not going to talk about either because I don't think people care. But a, a report came out today that Live Golf applied for a trademark for for its logo, Live Golf. Okay. And it got denied today by a court because <laughs> apparently the most famous and most frequented nightclub in America is Live in Miami. Live Live Nightclub. Whatever it's okay. called. And they already have it trademarked. So they have pretty much they've they've taken oh, wow. they've stoked the claim in Live, which should be applauded. Awesome. So Live Golf Tour can't even get the, the trademark on their own golf logo. Because uh, a nightclub beat them to it. Well, kudos to the nightclub. You know, that's 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 big news. How about that? It was said Bill, think- that the logos were visually similar. They are phonetically and orally similar, and they share similar goods and services because Liv has a bunch of, you know, mid 20 year old college kids on spring break partying at the holes to make it look exciting. There you go. So there's that. OK, uh, and I will be well, monitoring uh, Live Golf Tucson as well, if people care. Which I don't think they do. I don't think they do, but you never know. In news that I I know you will care about, because we spent weeks talking about this, I think two summers ago. Trevor Bauer. 
was recently let go by the Dodgers after all that right. happened. He was reinstated from his suspension. Nobody signed him. He just signed a one-year deal to pitch in Japan. Nobody signed Trevor Bauer. How about that? Huh. So Trevor Bauer out ends up going to Japan to pitch. Interesting. Is Don't you find it interesting that nobody, I mean, he was even like, nothing happened to him legally. He was just outed as a total scumbag, for lack of a better term, right? Am I right? I mean, that's, that's all it was. He was just outed as a scumbag. Correct. And <laughs> I'm just thinking about you reading through the the articles. Oh, yeah. In a very enthusiastic tone. Yep. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. When he pummeled her buttocks. I'll never forget that. All right. So um, the World Baseball Classic has been an absolute treat. I've loved watching it. My guy Vance Worley struck out Mike Trout on Saturday. You just have scenes. Like some of the games are out in, in China and, and Japan. Last night, while we were all sleeping, I saw it this morning, there was a walk-off perfect game. Didn't see that. I got to be honest. I didn't see it. So they have a mercy rule where if you're up by more than 10 after five innings or oh, something. Oh, that I saw. Yes, yes, yes. You win. So it was the bottom of the eighth. Team's up 8 nothing or 9 nothing. Scores the 10th run, and they had pitched right. eight perfect innings. So a walk-off right. perfect game, which is cool. Uh, Do we count it that way? Oh, sure. We're changing you the know? record books anyway. Okay. I mean, Scott Rowland's in the that. freaking Hall that. of Fame. Which is okay. stupid. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, oh, yeah, I think that was when you were at Super Bowl, so we didn't really talk about it. I am I am appalled at Scott Rowland being in the Hall of Fame. The the last one, at the end of the Bucks game, you've mentioned it, but I needed to hit on it again. Trey Lyles, after cheap-shotting Sam Decker during one of the Kentucky-Wisconsin matchups, I think it was in 2015 when the Badgers won, takes the shot at Giannis after the game. Brooke Lopez comes in, defends his guy. I, right. I know Giannis is going to have a statue outside uh, the Pfizer Forum when it's all said and done. I would be in favor of a Brooke Lopez statue, too, for the record. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that he's pounding his chest, uh, yelling at Giannis, I got your back. That was that was the best. So I like that. Uh, so he, uh, he, he had Giannis all day, all night. I got you, Giannis. I got you. So, yeah, good with that. So there's that. And then there, there's a bunch of NFL stuff that's all like Michael Thomas back to the Saints, signed a deal. The Chargers granted Austin Eckler permission to seek a trade. People are talking about Buffalo as a cool landing spot for that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There you go. That's our day. I like it. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Nothing of no other breaking news that we know of, right? No, I was wrong, though. I thought the Rogers thing would happen today when you asked me uh, last Friday. Uh, our caller had a really good point, and this was something that was brought up, and I got I got a, a sense of it for just a moment. But that there is the the rule that says you cannot um, renegotiate a contract until uh, after a year from the date the contract is signed. I I forgot about that, and I believe somebody had said that earlier. I just don't I don't know if it was on ESPN or who it was, but 
I believe that is true. And uh, so, in essence, tomorrow is the day, but everything is moving in that direction. So there you go. So that'll do it. That'll do it. It's time for us to get out of here that quick. Good stuff today. Really good stuff today, as a matter of fact. Enjoyed a lot of this today. Hopefully you did as well. So until we're back at it again tomorrow. And uh, by then, uh, I would assume Lazard, Cobb, Lewis, Jordy Nelson, Kumro, Clay Matthews. Everybody's going to be in New York Jet by that period of time. So there you have it. Good stuff. Thanks to all of you for paying attention to us over on the live stream today as well. Until we talk again tomorrow, time for us to get out of here. Have a go. Hoop.